Hey friends, welcome to the Thrive Like a Parent podcast. You know those parents who look like they've got it all together? Yep, that's not me. I'm Dr. Brooke Weinstein, mom, widow, and neuroscience expert on all things sensory and emotional regulation. Yep, that's right. I'm here to get down and dirty on the truth behind parenting, education, burnout, neuroscience, widowhood, and the shit show we call life. So come join me for conversations with thought leaders, doctors, and women just like you who aren't afraid to speak the truth and help you find that silver lining between the to-do lists, shit shows, and chaos of parenthood. If you are craving the answers to finally find that sweet spot between chaos and calm, pull up a seat and listen in as I take you from burnt out and surviving to finally thriving. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Thrive Like a Parent podcast. Today, I'm really, really excited to talk to you about some particular information, which is what is the fastest way to regulate? And the reason I'm bringing this up is actually because I'm, as I'm going through my modules for Thrive, which is coming up, and you still have time to apply, but There is so much jam-packed information in each one of these modules, but because we're doing two different groups, we're doing Thrive Like a Parent and Thrive Like a Human, I am re-recording these because the program used to be called Thrive Like a Mother. I know, catchy, right? Um, But there's literally one particular slide, no joke, that I'm going to talk about today in an entire podcast. So imagine how much good can be discussed and gone over and learned and brain shifting and pathways and all the goodness. Like imagine what can be in three months, right? So at the end of this podcast, think about that again of like, oh my gosh, this was just one slide. This was one nugget. I I honestly, I can't say enough good things about it. This is not like a plug for it or a sales tactic. I'm really so proud of the work I've put into this program. And it's so phenomenal. Every single time we start a new Thrive, it's like we say the same thing to all the clients. We cannot wait to watch your transformation. And it happens every time. And it's the coolest thing to witness. I feel so grateful and lucky that I get to do this and that I have this job and that you trust me and and my knowledge and my information. Like I, I cannot, like I just cannot say enough. I really can't. So let's dive deep into what is the fastest way to regulate your nervous system. So I'll just tell you up front. How about that? The fastest and quickest way to get your brain back into a homeostasis state, okay, is control, fixing, creating structure, or jumping into action, okay? And honestly, This podcast is kind of a gotcha because that is not what I want you to do. Does that work? Sure. But I'm going to give you plenty of examples today of why we use currently, most of my clients come to me and they are currently using this built-in internal system, if you will, of attempting to regulate their nervous system. Okay. So I'll use me and I'm going to say like a lot of you are gas pedals, okay? You know I'm a gas pedal. I'm a seeker, and I've worked really hard on being able to step on that brake. When you are a gas pedal, you use 
so much energy. You are pumping constantly cortisol. And have you ever heard of adrenal fatigue? Like ding, 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 ding. Your adrenals are what produce and release these hormones. And if you're go, 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 going, if you're a parent, if you're a full-time working parent, if you're, uh, I don't know, single and full-time working, like you can be a gas pedal just about anywhere or anytime in the world today, especially because we have taught our brains that they should work at the speed of lightning like computers. And we are trying to keep up with that. So we are really pushing our brains to go, 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 go. Now, what helps us feel satiated when we are expending extra cortisol and extra, we're pushing, you know, glucose into our bloodstream because your brain is thinking that you're, you're in a chronic state of fight or flight, right? Like it might be low grade fight or flight, but it might be fight or flight. Your body is pushing out excess hormones. Okay. And so what you're doing on a regular basis is building structure, stability, and control in order to satiate the amount of hormones that are being produced within your body. That is giving you a false sense of homeostasis. That is giving you a false sense of regulation, okay? So let's take it a step further with control, okay? What's happening is when we are releasing all of these hormones on a constant or consistent basis and your body is literally fatigued and burnt out, but you're staying afloat because of that structure, stability, and control, and then something in your world shifts or the schedule changes or, and I'll give you tons of examples of this, but your kid starts crying when you weren't expecting it or having a meltdown or tantrum in the middle of Target, right? Like you, it's literally as if, your blood is going to boil. It's, it's literally like you are about to have a volcano erupt. That is the best way to describe it. And what happens next is so crucial because either we snap and yell at our kids or scream at our partners or we blame someone else or, right, the fix, control, we, contr we create structure, like we build something to be like, okay, boom, 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 let's go. Like we, we figure out a way to satiate the discomfort of that lava building up in our system. And that is that increased tension. That is that increase in that fight or flight system, right? It's a little like spike, if you will, or we jump into action, right? To create a plan or to do all the things that's again, to satiate, right? That's controlling the situation because it feels so wildly uncomfortable. Now, we can literally Jedi mind trick ourselves into beg, borrow, and stealing to do and manipulate and, and lie to literally, no joke, regulate our nervous system. And you may not even realizing, realize you're doing it. Like you literally may not even realize you're doing it. A perfect example of this is, let's say your partner comes in and is frustrated that one of the kids didn't do the chores, okay? And you get frustrated because that's a boundary of like, hey, we're trying to teach them. And your partner's like, basically gives you an excuse or, well, you know, it's my fault and da 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 da, things like that. That is because we are trying to not ruffle feathers because for you, it feels so wildly uncomfortable, wildly uncomfortable when let's say your partner gets frustrated. 
because you crave structure, stability, and control. And that's you trying to control the situation so that we don't have a dysregulated state or a heightened state within your own nervous system. More examples. When I, I think I've already shared this story with you in terms of like my, my journey of life, if you will, but I went to college, graduate school, got my doctorate, got married in March, graduated in May. Oh, we also bought a house in February. I graduated in May. Jonathan graduated in May and we moved down to New Orleans from St. Louis in June, I believe. And I started a full-time job. I actually had doctoral rotations first and then I got a job at Children's Hospital from the doctoral rotations. But I didn't understand this information at the time because I was still applying all of this to myself. But every day I would get in the car after work and I would grip that steering wheel and I would be literally in the worst mood, the worst mood because I was in five o'clock traffic every day from uptown back out to the burbs of New Orleans. And I was, I don't understand traffic for my brain. There's like, it just pisses me off. Like it's, it's just like, now I'm fine with it. But back then it was just like, this is an annoyance. This is a frustration. And I would feel this like boiling up, but what it would do is it would last the rest of the evening. So Jonathan just got like angry, pissed off Brooke in the evenings when we first moved to New Orleans. No joke. Jonathan was the one that was like, I think you need to go see someone. So I started seeing a therapist at that time. And we realized that there was just so much transition in my life between getting married and owning a home and going from schooling my entire life to now a job. And there was so much more responsibility and just all the things and being married at like, there was just so much that I had to work through, but it was to the point where Jonathan was maybe, maybe you need some medication. And I was like, I like, what? Oh, like, mm mm-mm. And I, I actually did go on some anti-anxiety medication at that time in my life. Um, so there's nothing wrong with medication. But if I had understood all of this information, like if I had understood that my irritability was based off of and the discomfort and that, that reaction to the discomfort was my lack of awareness of the regulation system and if I had just paused, taken a breath and regulated in the car, maybe turned on some music or had the awareness to be like, I need to go on a walk when I get home to like get some fresh air and not jump right into like the cooking and the cleaning and the, the whole shebang, right? I don't know. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but maybe I wouldn't have even needed medicine. Like definitely a therapist, right? Therapy is always good. No human should not have support, FYI, like none. Like I don't care what kind of support it is, therapy, coach our team, like thrive, like whatever it is, like find something, like you got to have something, keep listening to the podcast. There you go. Right. No human should do this alone. But I was so uncomfortable because of that spike and that boost in that dysregulation of it veered from my normal structure, stability and control traffic, right? It's unknown. You never know. Right. And again, it's just a effing waste of time. Move the F out of my way. I am ready to get home a train. If a train stopped me, oh boy, I'd like full blown sweats. Like I don't really know what else to say. Okay. So that's an example of when our lava, like when your body starts to like produce more, right? Produce more of that excess energy. Okay. And we have that irritability. We have those behaviors 
when we don't have control. So what actually happens is structure, stability, control. And then when you are in that state and you are in that heightened state, fixing, controlling, creating structure, jumping into action. The reason I said that this is kind of like gotcha podcast is, and I said, that's actually not what I want you to do is because you're trying to satiate the discomfort as fast as you possibly can. But what that's not doing is supporting your nervous system into being okay sitting in chaos, being okay sitting in discomfort. And that's a lot of what we do with our clients is help you recalibrate your smoke detector, right? Your smoke detector is your nervous system and you're sniffing out threats all the time, right? It's like looking for them. And in that discomfort, if I had had the awareness when sitting in the car, frustrated as hell because of traffic, I could have done some things to support my nervous system rather than be irritable and even pissed off and frustrated and then snap at Jonathan when I got home, right? Like externally blaming others, right? I could have said, you know what? I love this job. I've chosen this job. I know that there's traffic going from downtown to my neck of the woods. It's just going to be this way. How about we make the most of it? I don't even know if their podcasts were like an awesome thing back then. This was decades ago. That's so sad. But, you know, not decades, but, you know, I'm not going to age myself that much. But it was, it was far back there. There were things I could have done, okay? I'm going to give you more examples. So one of the biggest ones I've used, and you may have even heard me use this before, is the bathtub example. So you've had a long day at work. You just want to get through bath time, bath, bed, good night. And your kids are young, okay? Even if they're older and they're like goofing off and making noises and like maybe splashing water out of the tub and you are just so frustrated because you crave structure, stability, and control for your nervous system. But your child, just simply being a child, being mesmerized by water, like literally just freaking water and like splashing around in water. That's it. That is enough to trigger your nervous system into a heightened, even higher heightened state because that is not the routine that you scheduled for that evening. In your mind, it was dinner, bath, bed, silence, simple, no fuss, no muss, in and out, let's get this shit done. And now you've got water being splashed out of the tub and your kids are swirling around and they are loving it. It's like as if they're at a water park. It's crazy, right? Now, there's two options here, right? We either control, fix snap into action or create structure, right? By most of the time yelling at them to get out the tub and we're done and I've had it and all the things. And then we guilt and shame ourselves that night. And then we say, I should do better. I must do better. Why can't I keep it together for just one day? I suck. I'm like all the things, right? Or we can recognize, okay, what's going on with me? This is a uncomfortable state, but this is not for my children to fix, right? This is not for me to control. This is what I need to do is support my nervous system in the chaos. What I need to do is ask myself, how do I feel? What do I need? What, what can you do? You can lower the lights. You can put loops in your ears. I have like a door frame between the toilet and tub 
and like where the kids brush their teeth, I would sit on their stool and just like, be like, yeah, like I could still see them. They didn't drown, but it was something I needed for me because it was really loud in there. And I was done for the evening many, many times. And that example that I give so often comes from obviously personal experience, but it's one that so many are like, uh-huh, uh-huh. I know what you're talking about. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep, mm-hmm, right? It is not, sure, is it a faster way? Like when you, you're like, I gotta get out, like, like, and you scream, do your kids like look at you and like, ooh, and like get out and like, you know, do the thing and they, do they listen? Sure. Sometimes as they get older, they don't. They're like, oh, let's see how far I can take this sucker, right? Ha, 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 ha. But oftentimes they do listen. But that doesn't necessarily mean that that's the route we want to take because then what's happening is they're going to internalize that and think, oh, I did something wrong. It's okay for you to be at your brink. I didn't say hide it. I didn't say fake it. What I would do in that instance is say, guys, mommy is on red. I feel really frustrated. I feel really done for the evening. I love you both. This has nothing to do with you. Mommy has just had a really long day, right? So there's a difference between sharing your feelings and being where you're at and screaming at our kids and being like, enough, right? Because they don't know what they did. They're just being kids. Like they don't, they'll look, they'll push. They'll get, they'll take, they'll take 10,000 miles if you give it, right? It's up to you to let them know where you're at. And it's up to you to let them know that it's not their fault, Right? But at the end of the day, it's up to you whether you want to recalibrate your nervous system and your smoke detector so that it isn't as sensitive. And that's a lot of what we do in Thrive. And when I work with my clients is helping them recalibrate that because what's happening when you're pissed off at the traffic or you're annoyed with the, the water splashing out of the bathtub or you're, you're watching a football game on, on Sunday afternoon and, and your kid all of a sudden, they, they start wrestling and screaming and kicking and like, that wasn't planned. That's not structure, stability, control. That's like a haywire. That's like a mm -mm, home dog. I didn't expect that today, right? Right? Or when your kid throws their, their meal all over the floor, when they, they trip and they drop water or I don't know, when you get into a car accident and you're like, this was not expected for the day right? Your body and brain aren't ready for that, especially when they're already on heightened alert, especially if you're already burnt out, especially if you already feel like you live in a state of chronic fight or flight. It is going to feel so wildly, wildly uncomfortable when anything veers off from structure, stability, control. And oftentimes the fastest way back down is through more structure, stability, control, fix, jump into action, right? Do the thing, right? Fixing can also be yelling, right? Like that's fixing of like, it's a quick fix, right? But the better route, it is longer and it may take some support, but the better route is to support your nervous system into building new pathways so that the chaos doesn't bother you as much anymore. Does it take time? Yes. Does it take effort? Yes. Does it take energy? Yes. But what will happen is, I'll give you know the, the sports example I just gave, right? You're chilling, you're watching the sports game, and your kids are driving you nuts. 
what are you going to do? You're either going to snap at your kids and be like, enough, I've had it. Like, stop. Like, like, because it's so irritating to your nervous system. Like that is not what your nervous system wanted at that time. Like, no, thank you. Right. Or you can sit there and be like, okay, I'm going to pause. How do I feel? I feel frustrated. I feel annoyed. I feel this. I feel that. What do I need? I need to walk away. I need to turn up the volume. I need to go in a different room. I need to talk to my kids and have them stop. I need, like, what do you need, right? The power of sitting in the discomfort. And I just did like a deep breath, right? Like the power of sitting in the discomfort is like, "Mm -mm, lava, we're not spewing out today. We're going to stay down in there. And it's teaching your brain, "Mm -mm, smoke detector, there is no threat. I don't need a fire extinguisher today. And very slowly over time, you'll be able to handle different experiences, different situations. Your brain, it will automatically be able to handle it because you've done the hard work of practicing it. You've done the hard work of saying, I am not in danger. I understand why I'm schwitzing in traffic because it's annoying. You can validate those feelings. Please don't ever shame any feelings you have. They're never silly. They're never broken. If you are listening to this and you're like, I actually don't care about the noise in the background with my kids when I'm watching football. And then some of you are like, but I do care about that freaking traffic. And I do care about this. And I do like I do. That doesn't make you broken. We all I can't imagine how many times I've said this, but we all have different nervous systems and we all have different calibration systems of what does and doesn't affect us. We all have different triggers, right? This is honestly what this is at the end of the day. It's a trigger. It's a trigger. And then your stress response being activated. And there's three phases of the stress response, which is alarm of like, ding, ding, ding. Okay. Something's going on. Resistance, which is I'm going to fight this like hell and I'm going to beg, borrow and steal and cheat and control and fix and jump into action. And and, and I'm going to do it all to try and stop this and, and satiate and get back down homeostasis. And when that doesn't work, what ends up happening is the third stage is pure and total exhaustion. Like you're done. Like adrenal fatigue, like you are done. What ends up happening usually is a huge meltdown or a screaming match or a something where your body's going to regulate for you because you chose not to do it for yourself. There are three different stages. And the stage that we're literally talking about today is that resistance stage. Oftentimes, I will see in the resistance stage, that's when we're, we're scrolling our phone that's when we're like sucking in social media because it feels so uncomfortable even to come down to regulation that we're trying to satiate that discomfort of, okay, this is something I can do to like pass the time or this is something I can do to like zone out or this is something I can do to feel like I'm giving myself some self-care. Like there's so many different reasons we, we scroll, but it is a resistance strategy and fixing, controlling jumping into action and creating that structure, that is ways of resistance within that stress response. And so what we want to do is build a larger window of tolerance to your stress response. And that will help you maintain regulation longer, 
maintain regulation long-term faster, in my opinion. And what do you, like, what do you get by having that? What do you get by being regulated longer? You become more present. You don't snap at your kids as much. You find beautiful connections with your partner. You don't blame each other for everything. It's just, it's peaceful. When I ask, you know, my clients, like, what do you want? Like, how do you, what do you want? How do you want to feel? They say calm, peaceful. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. And it is available to every single human on this planet. But unfortunately, the fast route is a coat of armor that just perpetuates more building of that stress response in a much stronger way and building pathways that long-term will create the same response. And so what we need to do is shift those patterns. I often tell my clients it's going to get worse before it gets better because I'm asking you to sit in discomfort. And I felt it too. I know it from experience. It was so wildly uncomfortable, which is why I don't recommend you doing this alone. I was actually working with a client the other day. And when I have one-on-one clients, um, they voice message me back and forth. And I'm pretty much available if I'm not with my kids or doing anything with any other clients or recording anything. And she did such a phenomenal job of recognizing the discomfort. And she did a really great, she was like, I was trying to explain it to her. And she was like, that's exactly what it feels like. It does feel like I've had coffee and I don't even drink caffeine. And I was like, yup. Mm-hmm. And we were trying to work through, okay, this is where, what do we need? How can we support your body? And she's fairly new at this. And she was like, well, I could organize the pantry, but I don't want to organize the pantry. That's something that I should do. Not that I want to do. Well, pantry one. I got a voice message from her and she's like, well, pantry one, that's okay. That's okay. This process is not linear, but first comes awareness. And we want to take all of our wins because our brain can literally focus solely on the negative. Have you ever had a day where you're like, that was a bad day? Well, that was a terrible day. And like, maybe it was just a moment Maybe it was just like a 20-minute meltdown with your kid in Target and everyone's staring at you and you're like, F off because your kid wanted the damn toy and that's a whole nother topic. But like, was the rest of the day good? Did the evening get better? We somehow can remember all the things that everyone has done wrong to us. We can remember all the things that have gone wrong in our life. What about all the things that have gone right? Are you keeping that list? No, no but we sure as hell remember the times where people have wronged us or things have gone badly, poorly, all the things. But if we start recognizing it's just a moment and this is a process, your brain can get out of resistance and into a regulated state and not a stress response exhaustion state, but a homeostasis regulated state of calm and peace. And again, I want to remind you as I'm smiling, that was one slide, one slide. Can you imagine? I'm really, really enjoying going back through all these modules and re-recording them to update them, update them. Excuse me. It's been so fun. And I really hope this helped. I really hope that there was a lot of jargon today. There was a lot of heavy jargon. So if you need to listen again, listen again and do me a favor. I would love your feedback. I would love you to share this with any and everyone that you think 
could use this information. I would love for you to write a review. That is a thousand percent how you can support our work here, as well as sharing it with any and everyone that you feel might be able to utilize this and it could be helpful to. And that is the biggest thank you you could ever give me and our team because we love doing this. We absolutely love doing this and we want this to reach as many people as we can. So until next time, take care of yourself. XOXO, Dr. B.